Crazy. Disruptive. Explicit. We say it like it is. Real world sales and marketing. Real stories from the road. Yeah, it's the real shit. This, this is the Recapic Podcast. It is the Recapic Podcast. We're doing new shit all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. We're constantly evolving. We're doing different stuff all the time. It's like a basketball drill. Pivot. You never know. Pivot. Pivot. You never know what we're going to do. And you're actually on the road this week. We are on the we are literally on a road because we're in a trailer that has wheels that goes on a road. Do they go round and round? They go round and round. <laughs> we it are recording the road. We are recording uh a, this is our second time recording from McCall, Idaho. Uh, we are recording from uh, what we like to refer to as our job trailer, also known as our tiny home. It's a pretty nice job trailer. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's our it's our toy hauler. It's our camper. It's uh, where we live when we're on the road uh, doing uh, road stuff, road stuff, and construction stuff, and different things. Or if we're on the road playing in a golf tournament, sometimes we stay here when we're playing in the golf. Is tournament. Is that what we were doing today? Because I wasn't some, sure. Some exactly. of us were. <laughs> Can we talk about this? Because I need to. I need to exercise some demons. I got to get right with God. I don't know what I need to do. Somebody's. You and I have played golf together a long time. Yeah. Um, never quite seen you play golf like you did today. Usually I can kind of in this figure let, it hold out. on let me back up that's not a compliment no <laughs> I wasn't saying like no. you played so good you today. played really well no today was my worst round of golf probably in the last decade yeah it was horrible like I could not figure it all out any of it really no but you're going to tomorrow you yeah. you tomorrow purred, you 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 exercise the demons. Um, nut, demons be gone yeah nut if you're listening I know I threw you under the bus. And it's for good reason. Because, well, two of the worst rounds of golf I've had in the last decade. Actually, no, three. My three worst rounds of golf, literally, in the last decade, he was at all. I golfed with him. That's the common other than myself. I think you and I are playing together tomorrow, and I hope he's not in our group. I know he's not in our group, actually. Never mind. I know he's not. I love you, but I'm going to take a no thank you helping. It's all right. You know what, though? Um, you got to persevere through it. You got to keep going. You, you got to take take responsibility, and you get you right back on the on the bicycle, on the whatever metaphor you want to make it, and you go out there the next day, Trevor. You take some ibuprofen in the morning. Mm-hmm. You loosen up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Probably get a, a drink. Right, a little, little lube juice. Yeah, and you get right back out there and you go. You know what you do. You make good decisions. Well, yeah. Get out of uh, your head and make what good decisions. What you don't want to do is make bad decisions. And that... That was a good segue. ...is what we call a segue. <sighs> this on. week's episode God is... Dang it, I, I should have been all okay. over that. I'm off my game. Yeah, do it. I'm sorry. Hold on. i got to get to the right wait, page. I'll, I'll wait. Right. Right. You want to say it again? Yeah, I'll wait. Right and right. that... And that... ...is what we call a segue. That's the, the crowd, ladies and gentlemen. The crowd's going wild. This week's episode is... ...bad decisions. Bad decisions. We make them. Now, let me transition into something that has nothing to do with bad decisions, and that is our our co-co-host, 
Coco host? Coco. Coco. I like that. We're that gonna has call an exotic ring to it. Coco host. You need to say it with a little bit more sauce, though. Heather, the girl boss. She is uh is with us again. We're 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 not even calling her a guest anymore. She's just falling into a co host position. I'm just here by default. That is not accurate. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh so we we are going to talk about something that we thought has come up in multiple different things. We we talked about a little bit on the golf course today. We've talked about it in life in general. We've talked about it in business. Uh Heather and I have talked about different things that we've done. Bad decisions are part of business. Part of life. Part of life, part of business. This is not this is a life slash business slash marketing slash sales podcast. So I guess it all fits in. It's a slasher podcast. We <laughs> we want to talk about bad decisions because everybody that's list every single person that's listening to this podcast has made a bad decision. Well, Maybe that is a bad decision by you listening to this podcast. Hey, <laughs> can we edit that? Can no, edit that's that staying in. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, thanks, everybody. I'll be hey. here all week. I just think that I, it's one thing that's a universal feeling that we've all had. We've all made bad decisions. We make bad decisions. Guess what? We're going to make more bad decisions. <laughs> okay. Welcome to humanity. I might tonight. It's early. I just started really drinking. Uh, I, I don't make- have a drink. What? What? Hold on. How is that even possible? What? Why did we start the podcast? Yes, and you I have was, a drink. I don't know. That was a poor decision on. Oh, that was a poor decision on all of our parts. I Bad know. decisions. I I wasn't the bartender tonight. That's what happened. Are you looking at me? No. Listen, I stepped in the water over there, and I was worried about my socks. Our podcast dogs are <laughs> solidly in bed already. They are not even no. moving. They look like they're dead. Yeah, it's me. Uh, okay. No. I'll check her vitals. Uh, I'm going to grab that. But let me let me get this started <laughs> Talk here. about derailing the podcast. So we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to get started here. I'm going to get you a drink. And uh, But Jody, yeah. why don't you take over from here Okay. and tell us about, uh, <laughs> My bad tell us about your bad decisions in your life. <laughs> We've got about four hours of tape, so go ahead. Four how many to go. So I'm going to start going. So bad decisions. Uh, we were talking about this actually earlier, and the the reality of sometimes a bad decision is not getting enough information. Sometimes a bad decision is maybe running with your emotions. Sometimes a bad decision could be something that you don't even know is a bad decision yet because all the cards haven't been dealt yet, and it turns out it was just an uneducated decision. I mean, we do that a lot in in business where you think you're getting into something that is quote unquote, I'll figure this out. It'll be great. And it turns out that it didn't work out that direction. But the reality is you're going to make bad decisions, much like on a golf course, Trevor Brown, you're going to make bad shots. The big question is what do you do once you've figured out that that's a a bad decision? What do you do? How do you respond to it? And where do you go? Right. You can, consult with people you can <laughs> own it and not not even necessarily make a pivot but take on throw your golf club i which i didn't do today you which did not you said you wanted to i wanted to break things i wanted to yeah but what do you i mean everybody gets a choice of of what to do and i i, I think was, it plays big into i like i mean the, when we started talking about like what we were gonna you know what we we're gonna talk about tonight and we talk about bad decisions i think that um one of the things we discussed prior to the podcast um, is plays into what we talk about all the time, which is the pivot, right? Right. 
basically a pivot is just somebody, you know, you're changing your decision. Like you made a decision, you knew, uh, and, and maybe, maybe bad's too strong of a word. You made a, you made a, a decision and you need to make a different decision. So you pivot to a different decision, right? And, and we all do it. So we all make, I mean, that's, it's, it plays right into our, as everyone knows how much we love the pivot. Mm-hmm. You, you make a decision and you pivot from it, right? But I think that happens with any decision. I mean, in, sure. in reality, in business, you make a decision and then you have to sit there and you have to reassess where it's going. And sometimes it's not going exactly how you thought it was going to. So you have to pivot. It still was a good decision. You just had to pivot. So here's a question. How do you, how do you know? So specifically within the realm of business, there are times where you make a decision and you can be doing the short dollar, you can be doing the long dollar. There are times where it doesn't necessarily look like a good decision, but depending on your perspective and what the overall overarching goal is, it may still be a good decision despite poor circumstances. So there's there's a big to-do about acknowledging what is the perspective that you're looking at. And again, it, it, we go back to this 100 times every episode when you're surrounding yourself with good people, listen to them, right? Whether you got your work circle, you got your, your friends circle, talk to them. Get their perspective on it because they're going to see things that are your little blind spots. They're going to see things that you're not really necessarily even looking for. But I think sometimes sometimes it's clear that was, that was a bad decision. Other times it may look like something that isn't going your way, but it's... It's kind of playing this game of chess, right? It's moving upon or doing something to get to something down the road. Yeah, I have to put in my time here, and this is going to suck, and this is going to be bad. I'm giving up X, but I'm getting Y, which is of greater value down the road. I think it's, a, it's what you say a lot, Jody. It's it's what is the measuring stick. Right. What's your metric? What's your metric? What are you, what are you hoping to accomplish? And if you're looking at it and, and things aren't necessarily going exactly how you thought they were going to go, you have to look at the end like what your ultimate goal is. And then you have to look at it and go, okay, is this something I have to make a change now? Or is this something that I need to give it a little bit more time and maybe just redirect just slightly? Right. And there's still a pivot involved. I mean, there, there, it might be a minor pivot. But again, going back to what's your, what's your overarching goal? What's your, what's your metric of measuring it? And then get extra feedback. Because really, at the end of the day, how do you know it was a bad decision? What what are the metrics that that qualify it as a bad decision? Because here's the problem. Though. I mean, like, I know. Yeah, and you and you have to be willing to accept it. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I I look at it in the way of uh, you know we've got different different people in our lives that are going through different things, right? And there's certain you know whether it be a business decision or a relationship decision or a golf club decision. Jody. I need to uh, give you that look. Know, it wasn't just, just one club. Just it was saying. a lot of clubs. Common, and, uh, all of them today. Common denominator. <laughs> but like, I mean, there's a point where I, I just want to get across to people that you understand that, the, you know, you hear the word bad, which is kind of funny. I'm trying to think of how to make this even sound halfway intelligent. Uh, you hear the word bad and you think bad. Right? I think bad when you say bad. Well, not that's probably good. why people think bad. But I'm just saying, like, when we say bad decision, I guess I'm not trying to get across bad decision. I'm saying that you make a decision, and sometimes it's not the right decision for the moment, it, you know, or it's the right decision in the moment, but maybe over time it's not the right decision. It doesn't mean that that's the decision you have to stick with. So there's there, a but lot that's of it people, right there. 
That's it. You mm-hmm. just nailed it. You're not glued to the decision. No. And sometimes it's fluid. Life is fluid. Your decisions are fluid and and you can change yes. your situation by that. So I want this podcast is what I'm hoping this whole podcast gets across to everybody that's listening. The 7 million listeners we have and subscribers and fans. And I want you to all realize that I, like you make a decision, it doesn't mean that's what your final decision is, right? Like, right. Change it. Like you can change things. So, so what we're talking about is where where people have a decision because we've all been there. We've if you've been in business, if you've been an entrepreneur, if you've been if in you've been alive, kind, if you've been <laughs> born on the earth, you've made the decision that you've had to change and and pivot and go to something else. So what we're talking about is we feel that because I think it's more on yourself. You're saying like, oh, I made a bad decision in this, right? You can make a bad decision about your life partner, about mm-hmm. your husband or your wife or your spouse or, you know, we can make a decision that you go, okay, that was a good decision at the time. Right. I mean, and that's all, where all three of us in this, out, yeah. all three of us in this, in this camper, in this trailer, in our uh, tiny home, We've all been divorced, right? Mm-hmm. We made a decision. I don't consider my my divorce or my ex-wife a bad decision. I think it was a decision I made at the time, and I think it made a lot of sense at the time, and, and things changed, and, and I pivoted from it, right? So, like, I mean, we've all done that. All three of us have done that. I mean, we don't look at our situation as going like, oh, my God, that was such a screw-up. It wasn't a screw-up. It was just the decision I made at the time, and it made a lot of sense at the time, Sure, but it doesn't make sense now. And, and, and for me, and I know, you know, with, with my ex-wife, she like, she's, she's amazing in her own ways. It just was not the decision that worked out for both of us. Right. Like, but at the time it seemed like it worked out. You made we both made that decision, but it was the wrong decision. And, and obviously it's worked out for both of us moving different directions and, and we're all in that same situation. I think that there's a, a point in your life where, whether it's a relationship with a spouse or somebody, I mean, we have you know, two beautiful kids and things worked out really well and everything's really good there. And we've all moved on. You can move on from that decision. Right. And, and, and we do that, whether that be in a life decision or business decision. I like what, what you're saying. And I, I kind of want to piggyback onto that, but first I want to qualify something. The word bad has, it's got some baggage, right? So it doesn't mean you're unintelligent. It doesn't mean you're stupid. Correct. It doesn't like we've we've put all this negative connotation to the word bad for good reason, but it's 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 not that simple. It really isn't because you made the right decision. What twenty years ago? It doesn't mean that that right decision stays the right decision because things shift and people change, and there's times where that decision, the decision in and of itself, at the beginning of the storyline, is it. It can be the right decision. But here's the thing. There's more than one right answer. It isn't, it isn't that you have, you have made the wrong decision. It's that you can make a better decision. That's what makes it a, quote, bad decision. If you take the word bad out of it and say, okay, I want you to pick the best of the two right decisions, it completely changes the mindset of how you look at it. What is the best right answer? Like that spun me out as a kid. I remember the best right answer then we're, then it's right. Yeah, but the right answer is the best right answer. I hated that as a kid. But the reality is there's a lot more than there's more than one right answer. And it's based on the information you have at the time that you're making the decision. Bingo. Correct. 
and how you react to that. So here's the other thing we can make, and I agree with you. And I, again, I'm going to reiterate and I'm going to, then I'm going to stop. So if you, if you, if you're listening to this, you can't figure out the fact that when we say bad decision, we're not being negative. You it's idiot. Just, it's just a, it's just the, the term bad decision. But when you, when, when the bad decision happens, it's how you react to the bad decision, right? Like, I mean, it's, it's everything in life. <laughs> when right? you discover like, it's not the best right answer. Nobody <laughs> wants to have a problem. Right. Okay. Well, nobody wants a problem, but problems happen. So it's about the solution, right? Nobody wants a bad decision, but the bad decision happens sometimes and it's how you handle it. Right. I mean, it's, it's what do you do with that next move? And, not and, to, and what not, did you learn? Not to pile on your golf game today, no, but pile if, you, on. if you, if you pull one left out into the trees, don't, okay, don't your next move, you're thinking, okay, my next, I'm just going to hammer this thing right at the pin. Or do you make the smart decision and do you take your pitching wedge and pitch back out into the fairway and then hit up? To, you know, that's the smart decision. The reactive decision <laughs> is like, we? I'm just going to grab my fucking Your emotions five took over I today. wouldn't hit that club <laughs> again. Uh, I'm going to grab my three iron and just go for the green again. No, you're in the shit. Don't hit that one again, but right? Here's that, that, <laughs> that is a smart decision is saying, okay, look, I just made a bad decision. I'm now going to make a good decision to correct the situation. That's what we all have to understand. Right. We all have to understand that sometimes you look at the decision that's made and you're like, that decision is made. It's already happened. Now how do I change this? And now I'm going to make the next decision is going to actually get me back into the fairway and back and to there, where I'm trying to go. There forward. are times where it's just not your day. <laughs> that's the and I mean, I mean, I say that jokingly, and I honestly... <laughs> I really struggle with stuff like that where I'm like, what? I'm not, I'm a good golfer. I can golf. When I have that much <laughs> like wind coming at me in the wrong direction, like quit spitting into the wind, silly. What? Figure it out. And in each of those, it, I could never figure it out. But there's going to be those days. And again, I'm a huge advocate of the game of golf because I think it is such a beautiful analogy to the to life, right? You learn a lot about somebody on a golf course. How do they handle that? Are, are they a cusser? Are they a club thrower? Are they, like, what do they do? And they're still, listen, I was pissed off. But you know what? I'm not out there to win a championship. Again, the metric of measurement for my golf, it's not my score. That's a part of it. It's an element of it. And I'm at the end of the day, I'm playing against myself. Figure it out. You know what? Okay, today's not my day. I'm just going to go out and have some fun. I, I firmly believe when you say it that way, especially that this new uh, website that is a dating online website for, for golfers I'm gonna could possibly be the best thing ever. Like, they could I'm have possibly all the it. highest percentage of success rate of any dating website because, I, I as as we know, we golf together. You and her. Uh, yeah. Yes. Not You're, Jody and I. Sorry. Yeah, like, sorry. sorry. Nobody can see us. <laughs> Trevor is I'm looking like at I am looking at I am looking, looking at Heather. Longingly, I might add. Do you guys need me to leave Heather. the trailer I am, I'm for a little at bit? Jody. Uh <laughs> we golf together and it is one of those things where it it you do see that. Like right, like the patience, the yes. you see the good, you see the bad, you mm -hmm. see the frustration, you see that, right? It's a good measure of like, okay, if we can get through this. It's kind of like remodeling a house together, like or building yeah, a house, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, totally. If a couple can remodel or build a house together, they're probably going to make it, you know, kind yeah. of deal. And uh, it's it's kind of like golf, but golf is a great measure of that. You see who that person is. Are right. they a club thrower? Are they are they making excuses? Are they going to cheat? 
Are they going to, you know, are they a foot wedge guy? Do they, you know, they fluff it up? What do they do? Like, it it is one of those things. But but it's also, again, decision-making. I I think sometimes I'm pretty good at what if I'm playing for money and I'm like or competitively right which we were way more we, we, we were, were today we were today and there was way more chance of me saying dude I want to hit driver right here but the smart move is for me to hit the three wood and just right. put it in the middle and play right like I think I'm a fairly cerebral golfer when it comes to yeah. that like I'm pretty good about being that. like like okay when there's shit on the line I'm gonna back off and I'm gonna punch out and I'm gonna do things right. I know that when I do a bad decision that all of a sudden next thing you know, I'm like, okay, okay, that, w- that didn't work out. Right. I'm going to get back into the, into the, where I need to be right into my safe space. So I think that the same thing I've done it in business so many more times than I wish to talk about where I've made that for lack of a better term, I grabbed my driver and tried to rip one and I put it in the trees and then mm-hmm. that business did not work as well as I thought it was going to work. And I, I quickly figured out, okay, hold on. How do we how do we get this back into the fairway? And how do we how do we do this? And I think that's uh, you know, some of our listeners can appreciate that. They're, it's not the end of the world when the ball's in the trees, right? Like don't don't stop. Don't stop when you make a bad decision. And don't you're not stop. you're not quitting the game. No, 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 no. It's not that's, quitting the game. But that's a that's a big part of the it. The game's gonna go on. If you compartmentalize that stuff, right? It, there's more to the game. There's a lot of people that are afraid of failure, right? right. So you're you're super entrepreneurial. I, I would say you're the far end of that stick, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that they don't want to even risk it because they're like, "What if the ball goes in the trees? I'll die." You're yeah. you're not gonna die. Your your perspective on that is so good because you're like, oh, "I'll just punch back out," and then I got right. a whole, there's a whole another hole next. We're on like. Hole number seven. We're not even right. close. That perspective versus somebody that's way in their head that's like, oh, I don't know what to do now. And how do you get that across to people? Like, I mean, we 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 have friends that are in that situation, let's say, relationship-wise. Mm-hmm. They're in a situation where they feel like they can't get out of the trees, right? But we've been in the trees, and we've all got out of it. And it's like, okay, that's that. How do you get that across to me? How do you, when, when we have our, you know, we had wild bill on last week, wild bill talked about how we convinced him. He says that Heather and I convinced him to make that jump and that change. Right. But the thing is, is Heather and I have been in the trees. We've put the ball in the trees a fucking dozen times. And we told Bill, Bill, you can do it, man. You can do it. And he finally believed us. And now he's doing it. How long did that take? How do you. Well, it was weird. It, it took a while because right. we, we brought it up to him before, and it was not the right time. Right. It was not the right decision. It was a bad decision at the time. That's part of it, though. That's part of the it. Timing it, is, the timing it's is a huge part of it. It is. And then down the road, then, you know, we had, I, I think we talked about it when we were around him and, you know, all these people that were hitting us up about it. And then it circled back around almost a year later to where he was like, all right, what is it that you guys were talking yeah, about? Remind how me does this again work? What we remind talked me, about. Like, how do you see this working? And and having not been a business owner, having been an employee, um, I mean, he's he's owned businesses, but he had been in the employee mindset for a long time. So looking at going, okay, how do you see this working? What do I need to do? What are the steps that are needed so I can do this? What is it going to cost me? And then it was the right decision. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot this into your marketing and advertising. That is the reason we talk about frequency 
in terms of your marketing and your advertising is that you're talking to an audience. It's the same exact thing. You are repeating that message because you never know the cycle that somebody's in when it comes to that, where you, they may have heard your blank on Pandora, right? Your, your commercial on Pandora, whatever. And they're just not in that mode yet. And then suddenly they, something changes and they're in that mode all of the sudden. And that's where you're hoping that there's that recall of your branding. That's the, the whole reason that you brand your company is to, to, to put that, I don't know, think of, it, think of it like a book on your bookshelf. And you're like, yeah, I've seen that book. And when you go back to your mental bookshelf, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that hopefully you're in that, the short conversation, you're, you're in that, that the, the choices of the books on the, on the metaphorical shelf. That's the whole reason that you do that. It's that constant thing because people are making decisions all the time, but all those little elements are constantly changing and you never know what the timing is. But we talk about concept closure when it became Wild Bill's idea to be like, yeah, I think I should reconsider that. Where did he go? Right. He came back to you guys because you guys, that's part of like if I were to dissect you guys, it's part of your brand. Yeah. Is you need to go do shit you love. Right. That's if, if you were to boil you down, yeah. it's it's those little catchphrases that people will come back to. And when it's their idea that that we call concept closure and marketing, but when it when it becomes their idea, suddenly there's ownership of it and they seek out those people that are those call it an authority or, or whatever that. Yeah, yeah. You, you said something about blankety blank blank and then you can help help kind of transition them into that mode but it's a really interesting thing when you're talking about how how do you market that how do you advertise that in the sense of being that company or that resource that when people come to the opportunity to build a house for example you've talked about the guy that you worked on for 15 years to try and build with the icf mm-hmm. same type of deal Just board his second floor yeah so on tuesday right long dollar right but again the consistency of your brand of of how you do business then it became the right decision for that guy well it's interesting too like i mean i can't i mean i i love to sit here and and uh pretend like i know your job but uh i i I envision it anyways with the marketing side of it i gotta believe like you guys pitch a lot of shit that goes that i mean in marketing, you guys have to make bad decisions. Like you got to throw enough shit against the wall and some of it sticks and some doesn't. Right. So like you guys, there's gotta be situations where you, you know, you work for a, you know, you're, you're throwing an ad out there for an auto dealership that you're like, Oh my God, this is going to be really good. And you throw it out and it, and you're like, that didn't play well. Right. Like, so I'll I'll give you a great example of one we did recently. So give you a little bit of behind, kind of behind the scenes, right? A little inside baseball. Behind the ferns. Behind the, <laughs> behind the ferns. So Zach within the auto dealer industry in and of itself, right? Um, they're selling a shit ton of new cars. Ford's killing it. So, But one of the interesting things, and you know about su- supply and demand and how stuff works in terms of assembly of stuff, when you're missing a part, it delays everything, Right. right? Well, COVID has screwed things up. So there's a whole bunch of delays and all kinds of different things. Well, we can't get those bolts because they come from these guys that make the bolts and they're shut down. So the new car inventory, if you go look on a, on a car lot, you'll notice 
significantly less. Heather went to get her oil changed no, and they no, tried no. to buy her car. Yeah, I was sitting there and the GM walks up and, and I was getting the death fluid put in my in my Range Rover. Yeah. And because it's a diesel, and he comes up and he's like, You want to sell your car? Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, I don't know. What are you going to offer me for it? And I had to wait. Like, I'm like, well, if he offers me something good, do I take it? What do I replace it with? Okay, there's your, that. that's the second level question. So this is where I'm going with this, right? So, so we do work for an automotive group that has about 40 dealerships on the Western United States, up into Alaska. And so we've been pushing really hard. We'll buy your car. And so they... Old school, you know, hey, we want this real high energy thing. So it's, we want your car, right? So we're pushing super, super hard at all of their dealerships about, we'll pay more for your trade. It's never been a better time to buy. And it's just not moving the needle. And it's one of those things where you're kind of hitting your head against the wall and you're spending a lot of money putting that message out there. And the reality is, there's more to the equation than we want your car because you just asked the the next question is, well, the first question is how much? And of course, they want to make some money off it, so it's not going to be amazing. But second question is, well, what am I going to replace it with? Because I like my car. Yeah, I, I love my car. I, I've looked at other options, but it's like, okay, if you're having trouble getting cars, then chances are other dealerships are having trouble getting cars. And then am I going to be able to get what I want? Is it like, it, it just doesn't, it And depending on, yeah, depending on the demographic of your buyer, mm-hmm. it, it gets, it, it can get really, really Even difficult yeah. to try to try and find a replacement vehicle. But, but that was, and here's the thing, you don't know until you know on and, that. Yeah, and, uh, was it a bad decision? Uh, no, because uh, it was one of those, it was one of those things where it's like, hey, we want to get this message out there. We want to do this. We're going to spend the energy to do it. Did it did it land, right? Uh, according to some of the general managers and their feedback, they're like, it's really not making that big of, a, of an impact. So the question is, okay, well, why isn't it making a big impact? Is it because people don't know? Is it because we're not offering enough money? There's more to it. You got you to dissect it and figure out, okay, well, can we pivot this slightly to make this work better? Or is this just something that... That doesn't necessarily translate. So for what we were doing, it's Pandora Radio TV. Is it something, and a little bit of digital stuff, but is that the right like vehicle to, to deliver that message? Or is that a conversation? And I have to have the answer to your next question as well. Because before, six months ago, yeah, we can get you any of these great incentives um, we have on brand new Fords or brand new Chevrolet or brand new whatever. The reality is they don't have the inventory now. Right. So what are you what are you trading me up to? Right? Are you gonna trade down? Well and and in my situation where I ordered my car right. and I waited for a car and then like I can't really I could order a car, but they couldn't give me a timeline of when I would get right. a new car. So it just it it didn't work for me. But it, it but was he's just gotta ask. he has to yeah. ask. Yeah. He has to ask. You want to sell your car? And I'm not going to say right off the bat, no, because I want to know what they're going to offer me. Right. Which is smart. But I think it's it's a, uh, like you said, you're, you know, you guys are trying that, you know, hey, we'll buy your car kind of stuff. And it didn't work. 
right? right? Like people aren't doing it. So, but the big point is too is you know what we want to get across here is that it's not that wasn't a bad like it wasn't that's my point. It wasn't a horrible decision. You tried it and it didn't work. Okay, right? Like it is so bad decisions yes. again. Bad decisions. I know negative context. Bad decision. Just means it didn't work at that time. So what did you guys do? Right, that's your whole job. Your your oh, yeah. life revolves around, and your job revolves around. I should say, the idea that you're like, hey, we did this ad, didn't get good traction, and I'm I'm experiencing it right now with, you know, we're I'm on the uh, the PR chair the with the Builder Contractor Association, and we're working on um, ads, and there's four ads, one of which I'm against three of which I'm for, and we're agreeing to run all four to get the feedback. And I agreed because I, even as the chair, I said, because we, we brought it up and they said, hey, I think there's a word in there that I don't like. I said, I don't think this is good. I don't want it. And instead, of I know just, what it is. I know what it is. Instead of just flexing <laughs> on it and being like, I'm not, we're not doing it. I literally said, Let's see what happens, right? So that that goes back to like I'm willing to make a bad decision. I'm I'm purposely like I'm for for think forethought. My forethought for thinking is for thinking a word. Sounds like a aff- my, I know aff- thoughts a word is for thinking a word. I don't know forethought. For anyway, so my I, I I'm thinking ahead <laughs> of a bad decision. I know it's I I feel like it's a bad decision because I'm like uh, it's not going to work, but I'm willing to make a bad decision to see if it does work. Well, because sometimes and, you don't know, and I think that's what people have to be willing to do. And I think that's what entrepreneurship is. I think that's what what sometimes sales is. I, I think don't know that it's a bad advertising decision. Advertising and marketing, you've got to be willing to that's, try something that may fail. I don't know that it's a bad decision because I feel like you're. It's a test. Okay, so you're putting four different, I guess, strategies for lack of a better word. You're putting four different marketing they're, ads they're out targeted there. to a different yes. demographic yes and you want to you're wanting to measure each one and you're going to see how each one of them um stacks up and what one works the best and there was some there was some good conversation with the one that you didn't like mm-hmm. and i and i think the general consensus was we all didn't like it but the 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 the, the, the advertising argument for agency it, said but the ag- argument for it was like, okay, let's hit this head on. This word we don't like. It's something that people throw out there. So let's put it out there. Let's see. That that was legitimately the guy from the ad, ad firm and one of our people on the board, said, or you know, that were in the on the committee said, well, let's just try it and see. Like I know you don't like it, but let's see what I mean. Let's see what shit let's sticks. Let's see so I, shit sticks to the wall. I want to I want to pick that apart just a little bit. As an advertising agency, let's see is a shitty strategy. Like if that's your strategy, let's see. Don't sell me on let's see. Sell me on look. We feel this way for these reasons. We think this demographic, that term will resonate with them. We think this is a smart decision. You may not agree with it. You hired us to be our advertise to be your advertising firm. This is our advice to you. This is our recommendation. We like this for this reason, for this target. We think it will resonate. Now let's try it. Now I, I'm that, sure that they that's not meant what they that. said. That's right. not what they said. They didn't say let's try it. They did make I think a very they were trying good. To appease me. They were. They were. I was very against the word affordable. I don't. Like oh, you're it. gonna say it. You said it. Oh. I don't like it. I don't like the word affordable. I but think it's they did a, I have think a it's, good point. Look it up in the thesaurus. It means cheap, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. But 
they they think that there is a possible demographic that we're trying to reach that may which I don't necessarily I don't necessarily affordable. disagree with that right no, but I, it t- I don't need, again, I'm, I'm willing to say I, it I depends, agree to it it depends on your strategy and uh, and again for for this specific example that's not the demographic you're targeting and that's right. that's but here's the thing that's still a little bit subjective because I'm still going to advertise my Mercedes Benz. I may not necessarily get the buyers that are looking for an afford- an affordable car, but you know what? They're still looking at that going, that's my someday. Mm-hmm. So if it's a 15-year cycle, it's still a win. It's a long dollar. But, but, I think it, it's but, a good but Mercedes example. Benz, isn't a, they're not saying affordable. They're saying, they're, if you look at the branding of what Mercedes Benz is, it's premium, it's luxury, right? All the luxury brands... You're you're always shooting up to that. You're never shooting down to something. Oh God, I wanna I want a Kia. If I gave if I gave a hundred people a piece of paper and I said write down an affordable car company, there would not be one answer, not one fucking sheet that would say Mercedes on it. No, that's what I'm saying. That's my issue. But this is that'll get me on the side. I'll, I'll get derailed here but it's too I, I do think <laughs> dude, that's what we do that's the recabit podcast how, how everybody be different than any other podcast that's the recabit podcast actually, everybody but. this is actually like a <laughs> we have we have less derailments on this podcast but yeah way <laughs> less derailment but i think it's um i i think what it is <laughs> knock on wood <laughs> i do think that uh that it, it basically shows like what I'm saying is is that it's okay to make these decisions sometimes if you know that you're doing it because you're like, you know what, this may be a bad decision. And I think that's that's probably the difference. And, and I, I hope, I, I hope, hope, hope that people that hear this, um, and, and I mean this to people that are listening to this and you work for somebody, if you're looking at doing your own thing, if you're looking at doing a side hustle, if you're an entrepreneur, whatever you're doing, Understand 100% that making a decision, bad, good, or indifferent, is just that. You're making a decision. Which we is, talk you about, don't know, you don't know a good if thing. it's good, bad, or you indifferent when you, you make that decision. Or you, we all make bad decisions, yes. and I think people fear the bad decision. Everyone's scared of a bad decision, right? right. Like I think there's people that, 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 that don't make – it's, it's paralysis by analysis, right? We talk oh, about yeah. it on other podcasts. Like, if you're so busy thinking of all the things that can go wrong, like, I don't want to make a bad decision, and you never make a decision. But that's you're making fucked. a decision. You're fucked. That's yeah. making a decision, though. I agree. Not making a decision is, is making a actually decision. making a decision. Because yeah. guess what? You're just what? choosing not life to move in general, forward. Life in general is a train on a train track or a car on a road, and it, it doesn't have, you're always moving forward. Life never stops. Okay. So you're always moving forward. The road changes, it turns, there's a fork, there's there's a three forks, or you know, there's all these intersections, there's all these things. And if you don't make a decision, you, you can't stop. There's no choice. You're gonna just run into the friggin' wall or inaction gonna, is a decision. Yeah. So inaction is a decision. So so I think what the biggest thing is is like we're I wanna get across is like, hey, it's okay to make those decisions, right? Like we all make a decision and it just means that we're gonna make a different decision. Like sometimes you change your decision. But guess what? Sometimes people make one decision in life, and it's the right one, and they stay with it their whole life. Sometimes, so for, not very often, for, but it happens. For me personally, when I left radio 
spent a long time in radio and was very comfortable in that realm. I knew what I was doing. I had the mastery of the craft. When I left to go into agency world, I was like, that is the right decision. That's where I've always wanted to go. I'm going to get it. I'm going to, yeah, let's get it. And I, I, two months in, I'm like, I made a bad decision. Because I felt so insecure and I felt so stupid. And the reality was I didn't, I didn't know all the things that I needed to know and I knew it. And I was like, I'm, I don't know if I made a good decision, bad decision. And the reality was I, I had to give it some time. I had to be able to give myself a little bit of grace, right, to learn the things that I needed to learn to figure it out. And it was going to be a two-year deal. And, I mean, I, I had a manager that kind of got after me on a couple of things, which honestly was a good thing because, I mean, she'd call it right out. She's like, you need to figure this out. And the funny part is, and you don't, you know, you can't take two years to do it. And, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, it's going to take two years. <laughs> but now I'm four years in without a shadow of a doubt, 100%, one of the best decisions that I've ever made. And I'm still learning and I'm still growing. But where I am now versus where I was four years ago, that scared kid, right, was like, oh, man, I made a bad decision. But So I literally, I was talking to a friend of mine, and she's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm going to burn the ships. And she's like, huh? And I'm like, it's freaking Cortez, man. I I have to burn the ships. Yeah. Can't go back now. And I can't. You have to get, I, I feel like you have to get a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. If you want growth in ding, business ding. or personal life or whatever. Sometimes the right decision is extremely uncomfortable. And it's gonna feel like the wrong decision for a little while or a long while. But it all, just depends. All growth comes from discomfort. If you think it about does. it, it does. It does. We we deal with it on a regular basis in building. Think think about think about just some of the stuff. We are building a cabin right now. Yes, I saw it. We have a we we had an idea which we've done this. This wasn't completely uneducated. We've done a mono slab before. Yes. We decided to do With our cabin. Yep. As Can I just a say that sounds like a mono slab? So it's a single pour where we we dig the footings and we don't excavate the interior of it. Right. So we pour our footings, our stem wall, and our slab all in one. It's so one we're 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 building two and a half hours away from where our contractor is at every single day. It seemed like. Hey, this might be a great idea because instead right. of bringing him up here it's twice, it's efficient. It's efficient. We right. might be three able to times. do it three times. Footing, There's be, your it'd metric. Be a it'd be a stem wall. It'd be a slab. And, and it would be trip. and it would be an innovative way to build, you know, to to do this up here. So, hashtag innovative custom homes. Yes. Well, that was really good. Mm, okay, you. I did that. That's your brand. <laughs> hashtag build with ICF. Yeah. So so we thought it would be great. We we started down that path, and then. Shit happened and it didn't work. We started realizing it, was it so wasn't hard. working. We was, made was, a bad decision. It was like, it, yes, dude. No, it was worse than that. Right it was the it, do, you have a, do you have like a time bomb like sound like effect? A, a time bomb? No, I don't have that. Sorry. Can you make that with your mouth? Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is a mono slab works great <laughs> when you have minimal plumbing going in it, but. Sure. When you have multiple bathrooms that are not close to an exterior wall, mm -hmm. that are kind of, 
for lack of better terms, in floating kitchen, in the middle of the house, yeah, in a kitchen, and, in the garage, and you have and all these, radiant and radiant floor heat, and all these things going on, um, once that concrete goes down, it's there. It's semi-permanent. <laughs> it's more than semi-permanent. Concrete's kind of permanent. Well, not if you have a jackhammer. <laughs> True, but when you have all your, your heating and cooling in your concrete floors, it's very permanent. Yep, that's Sharpie. And so we're out there, and we're we're trying to lay it all out, and it's... Like, literally, I feel like we're banging our head against the wall trying to make this idea work. And I'm like, you know what? Against the slab, you mean. Yeah, exactly. This is, this was a bad idea. <laughs> it sucked. It was it was a hard decision because, it, one, it cost us money. Two, it cost us time. And we literally had to stop and say, you know what? This was not the right decision. But you. But we're going to change it, right? But here's the thing, and here's what I love about this, is that you looked at it. You did the work. You put the time into it. So here's the thing. On the short term of it, yeah, it was not efficient. On the long term of it, you probably learned a couple little tertiary things that you're like, oh. And you're not even going to know that for another year, right? And you're like, actually, yeah. when when we did the, mo- uh, you know what? Oh, hey. Ding, ding, ding. That's where that's where innovation comes from, mm-hmm. right? Is trying stuff in Seth Godin, go read the book, Poke the Box. That's the whole premise, right? If you're not ever poking the box, you're not ever going to grow. You're not ever going to innovate. You've got to take risks, and and making a decision is taking a risk. Yes. And and we took an educated risk on this one. Luckily, it was on our own property, and it's like, eh, it didn't work. All right, let's pivot. We're going this route. And then the amazing thing was we switched, and we went to footings, and then we stacked our ICF block from footing to truss. Everything worked. Like, in 20 years— you like have never <laughs> yeah. had a house come out like when you just stack it your square and your level yeah. right if off any, the bat. If anyone listening has ever had the square foundation, it's rarely the first try down to the Nat's ass where you square something. Like literally, he at, measured it like three times like to make 70, sure seventy-eight feet square, and you're at seventy-eight and three-eighths exactly both ways. It's it's pretty rare. Anyways, it, yeah, so that shit happens, hold but, on, hold but on, we change. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love you. Dead square. Dead square. I love you, square buddy. Dead square. So then that's where it feels like, okay, we made the right decision in switching that, in in pivoting to this other way that we typically would build. So I'm going to highlight something really fast. The only way for you to discover that and affirm it is to compare it. Yes. Right? So in order to compare it, you must have more than one. Right. So the idea here is if you're not trying things, if you're not doing things to compare anything against, and some of this is also observation, right? We talk about surrounding yourself with good people. Well, those good people have also made other decisions in their life, and they're like, yeah, yeah, I learned some good lessons. Hopefully, when you've got really good friends, they speak into your life when they see you going, you know, you may not want to. Yeah, if we, run club? Into, if we run into some of our friends and they're like, uh, we're going to do a mono slab and we've got three bedroom, three bathrooms on the first floor, I'm going to talk to them about <laughs> it. Well, I'll pull you aside for a second. It's going to be different because I think we have talked about how we could make it work in the future. Mm-hmm. We've figured out a way to do it. And it's not like we made the decision to try the mono slab um, with plumbing in it without talking to our concrete guy, and our, our plumber, plumber and, everybody. And, and everybody. We all thought that we could. The idea was great. The execution yeah. wasn't quite there. But, that, I mean, how many times do you run into that in life? Dude, that's what it is. Like, that's life in general. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Again, going, <laughs> like going, back daily? Around, 
Going back to relationships, we all three had great ideas that just didn't execute out the way they thought they were. Here's, (laughs) so I have a 13-year-old son, and if I had a dollar for every time I've heard him say the phrase, it's not my fault, right? There are times where whether or not it is your fault is irrelevant because now you're in a situation and you have to take responsibility for what your next decision will be. And really at the end of the at the end of the podcast, right? At the end of the day, that's the whole point of this podcast is we all get decisions that we get to make. And you're going to make quote good decisions, you're going to make quote bad decisions, you're going to make questionable decisions, but the reality is what are you going to do? Cuz if you do make a a bad decision or <laughs> you don't choose the best right answer, what are you going to do about it? And recognize it and learn from it and, and grow from it and take responsibility for it. If it's if it's on you. That's the biggest thing is taking learning. responsibility for yeah. it and saying, yeah, no. Nope. Uh, that's part of the success of it, right? Like yeah. if, if people like, like, I mean, you kind of, you always, you'll say like I'm entrepreneur, like the entrepreneurial idea of it is, is you take ownership for your losses and your wins, right? Yes. And and that's the biggest thing. And I, and I, I shout out. My boy Gary V. Gary V. Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk. Go follow him. He's my Yoda, and and he will tell you he loves his losses more than he loves his wins. And and it's one of those things where he learns from him, right? He he yearns for the for the loss. And it, I think it, a lot and, of times because in the win, you don't sit and analyze the win, but yeah, you well. analyze the loss, and and you can take it back to golf. And when you hit a good shot, and and I'm new to golf, so I don't have all the terminology that you guys do, but when when I hit the ball and it goes really good, like I'm I'm super happy and I don't stand there, I don't watch, like I I right, and I bust your and nuts you do. about it, don't I? Yes, he's like you can stand there and like think about what you just like, did. I'm like stop, what did you just and. I sound like I'm the golf guru because I'm giving both of you shit about golf. So if any time you guys <laughs> want to start giving me shit about my golf shitty game, I'm all for it. But I tell you that all the time. What did I tell you? When you hit a good ball, I'm like, no, 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 stop. How did you, what did you do? And you're but like, when I when I hit a bad one, I'm all oh, over myself. I'm like, oh, I did this, about, I did this, oh, I did this, I did this. Right. I did this. Yeah. But when I, hit a, when I hit it good, I'm not thinking right. about and the things that I did good. that's when you should be stepping back from the shot and going, Oh, I really, I turned my hands over. I same did this, thing in I business, same thing in life. So this, right? one of the things we do, we try and do after every significant creative deal is we do a post, post-mortem. We go back through and we... we <laughs> that sounds that's dark. Sounds, that sounds Halloween-ish. It's, more, <laughs> it's after, so dark. after the life of the campaign. At the post-mortem. <laughs> but we, I pictured we, a dead body on a right, table. I'll rephrase it. It's a debriefing. For, okay. for our military friends. No, no, no. Thank I like you. I like the other one. You're but good. A postmortem. So we dissect the whatever it was, right? And we we measure it. Did it work? Did it not work? What were the things that worked well? What were the things that didn't work well? Because the reality of your golf game, my golf game, there's a bunch of things I was doing right today. The worst golf I've golfed in a long time. There's still a bunch I was doing right. But there's a few little things that were not right, and it affected everything. And the reality in business is you can be doing a bunch of things that are right and be doing a couple small things that are sabotaging you and killing you. You can be really good at what you do and a shithead with people and be penalizing your business hundreds of thousands of dollars because people think you're a dick, even though you do great work. Right. 
you have to be willing to take responsibility for the whole package. And the things that you're good at, keep going and improve them. The things that you can identify that are the things you need to work on, man, work on them and be honest with yourself and seek out people's educated opinion on that stuff. What are you seeing? How many times did I ask you that today? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there you go. What, Multiple times you said, what did I do? What, what are you like seeing? Because there's there's wrong, times right? where, yeah. again, blind spots and there's times where. Well, that's self-awareness. I mean, you, you're self-aware, right? You, you want that coaching. And that, right. that that's part of being an athlete. That's part of being coachable. That's part of being that person that, like, you want someone to tell you if something's wrong so you can fix it, right? Like, I want so you know, I we make this, I, I make the joke all the time. I say, you know. You know, people people bitch about other people doing stuff, and I'm like, "Did you correct them on?" Well, no, I didn't want to. I want to be rude, or I didn't want to like. I want. I want to hurt their feelings. You know, I don't want to walk around all day with my zipper down. I want somebody to come up to me and be like, "Hey, bro, your zipper's down." I'm like, "Thank you," because then the rest of the day I'm not walking around my zipper down. Right. Now, if I walk around all day with my zipper down, and then someone comes to me and is like. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, yesterday I walked around all day with my zipper down. Yeah, I know. I saw you like in the morning and you had your zipper down, but I didn't want to tell was a, you. There was a pool, an office pool going on to see how long we, it would take you to figure it out. Tell you. I'm like, well, you're a fucking asshole. So like <laughs> literally I want, like that's part of being coachable. It's part of being a person that wants people to know. Like I want someone to tell me, you're not, I, I know a lot of my flaws and I, I'm glad that There's I have people that There's tell me my flaws, right? Do you want I, to get the paper out? No, we don't, we don't have time or enough. <laughs> Fucking memory. Nope. There's. I have to get a second card. Yeah, (laughs) we're gonna need a bigger memory card for you to get into that. But like, I literally am okay with it because I know. Like, I I want to know. Like, I want people to make those comments to me. So, part of part of a again, I know my bad decisions because I have good people around me that will tell me when I make a bad decision. That's the other thing. Like, it's okay. I'm okay with it. Like, I'm okay with making a bad decision. I'm okay with people telling me about making a bad decision. I think people need to be more open to that. Be open it's, it's to when just, people tell just, you that something's wrong. It's like it's just okay. feedback. That's all it right. is. And ask for it. Like that's that's it. That's, uh, that's you turning around. You hit the ball and you look at me. And you're like, dude, do I look like I'm swinging the club? Weird? Like, am I not turning my hit? What, what am I doing? Like, and it doesn't mean I'm an idiot. You want to know? Yeah. But there's so many people in this world. I think right now that they want so much fucking positive affirmation validation they want yes. validation they want hey if guess what if we all have fun we're all winners no we're not like i want you to tell me when something's wrong like i want you need to be more susceptible <laughs> you to know, the maybe idea today like, in your golf if you had fun distinct, you were still a winner distinct non-winning today <laughs> you did not win any money so technically you i had not fun a winner, so but you had my mom fun. was wrong when she said that if we have fun we're all winners because I had fun and I didn't win any shit yep. at all today. I don't think your mom told you that. No, my mom didn't. But- <laughs> no, my mom. Your mom like, would not suck your it mom up would not say that. She's like, uh, you're gonna get your ass kicked. Uh, come here, come anyway. here, sweetheart. Let me hit you in the back of the head. Right. But so like having but- that self awareness that you're talking about and and reevaluating that situation and talking to those people that you that you trust, that you value their opinion and honestly listening to it we've had those conversations absolutely where like we we're we bash saying, on each other about do. stuff we like do. i mean it's like okay you need to stop doing that okay you need to stop doing exactly. that exactly it's kind but of precious i'm just gonna say that <laughs> it's kind of sweet it 
But it's to make us better. It like is. we know that. Yeah. But that okay, so that's steel sharpens steel. But that's the perspective. If you don't have that perspective, really, I mean It's take not a, personal. Take a bit that's it. Take a big step. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't mean you're stupid. It doesn't it doesn't mean any of that stuff. And I mean, having three kids that are all like the preteen teen, they are so wound up about being perfect because and part of it's because of our cancel culture, right? There's an element of that that I get it. But it but take a step back. Look, if you screw this up, it's not the end of the world. If you hit it into the trees, there are not people laughing at you going, you're a big dummy head for hitting into the trees. You're going to die now. That's not how it works. Because then you punch back out. It's like, keep going. Dory's right. Dory is the smartest goddamn fish ever. Keep swimming. She can't remember anything, but she got it right. Keep Swimming, I, I say that to my kids all the time. Guys, Dory's right. And they're like, Dad. But here's the funny thing, man. Keep going. You're not done. You go play with some great white sharks. It's cool. Go blow up a submarine. Keep swimming. Everything's different. Like And, and to move this into a, if, if you're listening to this and you're working for somebody, right? You're working for a company. You're working for whatever. You're in a job you don't like. The man. You're working well, you- in, a, in a job you don't like. Dude, dude, it's not, you didn't make that bad, oh, I'm a bad decision, I work at XYZ, and I want to work at ABC. Well, you know what, change your, just change it. Like, you can Uh, change it. I will give you a specific example of this, okay? So, a guy that I worked with, sharp guy, right? Real good at what he does. He gets an opportunity to move to a different company and basically build his department. It's a really good opportunity, this guy does all the math on it. It's a big pay bump. It's it's the beginning of the pandemic, and it's, you know, depending on what metric you're looking at, he's, but here's the thing. He made the decision. He's like, hey, I think this is a good decision for these factors. I'm going to go do it. He jumps. He goes and does it. Everything's looking really, really good until they make a whole bunch of big cuts, and they end up cutting, like, almost all of his team, Right wasn't that he made the wrong decision. Wrong does not equal bad. He made the right decision based off of what he thought and what he felt, what his gut said, which I think, boys and girls, listen to your gut. He made that decision and he followed through on it, and now he's in a position where he's like, well, this isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. He's still doing the job and he's doing it, he's doing it well because that's the way he's wired, but he's got a bunch of feelers out there. He's not going to stay there. And that's the whole point. You're in the trees doesn't mean that you go over there and you make a little tombstone and you lie down and die. You're just in the trees. Punch out. He's He got in the trees and didn't realize it until he's like, oh, shit, there's trees here. And now he's, he's okay, I'm waiting for my time. I'm going to put some feelers out there, and I'll figure it out. Dude, I know I know people that move to a different, like, in, in an industry, right? So you're in an, in, in a specific industry. And you go work, you're at a tire shop and you don't like where you're at and you go over to the other tire shop because there's, you know. They got they, a, they had to hunt you over, they got right? a different That's, coffee maker over there. Right. So you go over there and you're like, oh, same God. tires. Oh, shit, I made a bad decision. And you can go back. You know, I mean, that's the other thing too. Like people don't understand. Like, dude, dude, decisions are made. And if you if you hold yourself correctly, okay, if you hold yourself right, you can always go back on some of your decisions too. So, so 
it's another, here's another step or another layer to this conversation or to this topic is to say, hold yourself in a respectful manner when you do leave that bad situation. Don't burn the bridge. Don't burn the bridge. Don't burn the bridge. Don't uh, be that person. Because yeah. Fuck you, motherfuckers. And you're burnt walking out of their fucking fingers. Who's coming with me? Fucking laugh. Fuck, suck my, you know, and then all of a sudden you go over to the other one. The next thing you know, you're over there and you're like, oh, shit, this actually is really bad, and the other place is better. They're still okay to go back over. Like, if you, it, you know, you're not going over there if you do it the way I just said. But uh, Don't do that. But if you go into it where you're coming back over and you're like, you know, you left in respect, hey, I'm going to, you know, this better opportunity. Just keep your options open and, and just know that, like, life is about trying new things. Life, life is a very short, very... I mean, dude, God, I mean, <laughs> we say it all the time. <sighs> Life is short. Do what makes you happy. Have fun. Have fun. Try different things, yeah. man. Try, try to figure it out. And it's okay. Sometimes you try things and you're like, dude, that was something I thought I was going to really like and I didn't like it. Okay. Then go back to doing it the way you were doing it. It's okay to go back to but that. Again, that's the affirmation of, I mean, you don't know until you know. So one, one of the things that we're really intentional about the culture where I work and there's a lot of 20 somethings that will see the greener grass and leave. And one of the interesting comments, all of the people that are in their mid to late thirties into their forties always say the same thing. They're like, Oh boy, they're going to get over there and be like, man, I had it real good. But the reality is you can't know that until you have the ability to compare it against really something else. Really easy to back here and tell people you're not going to like it when you've never tried it. Yeah. But I really mean easy. you're you're not you don't know. And here's here's the other side of this that I think is it's it again it's take another step back and then another step back. When you get the opportunity to experience all these things, you're developing your culture in terms of what you want to bring to the table. When it's your company, you're the one that gets to choose what that culture is. And that's based off of your 20 years of experience in all these different companies. Right. They're all learning experiences. They're not bad decisions, right? Take the, take the whole negative connotation of the word bad. They're just decisions where you're learning from it and growing from it. And you're putting, I mean, you're putting the, the footing down for that foundation. You're laying down those things that are of value to you in terms of your worldview, in terms of how you view the value of relationships and integrity and all those big fat words that we talk about that actually do matter. And you, you, you figure that out when you honestly, after you spend a couple decades doing it, because it takes, sometimes it takes that long to realize the true value of it. And those true good relationships that really, really do matter. Time tests that stuff and you right. figure it out. You'll, you'll find that if you make a decision You've got the other thing you have to remember too that that's helped us. I think all of it, all three of us, because we all three support each other, is having the support staff around you too, mm -hmm. and, and understanding that, like knowing if you're sitting here and you, you know, I I always try to think about who's listening to this podcast, who's who's going to benefit from this podcast, and I think about the person that's sitting there with a decision to make right now that feels like they may be making a bad decision or something is, is going to be a, a hard decision for them. What if I get it wrong? What if it's wrong? <laughs> and I want people to know it's okay. It's okay 
to be wrong. And sometimes, and, but the majority of the time in my own personal experience, and I think in both, in all of three of our experiences, even when you feel like that you're, you're scared and you're nervous about that decision, that decision tends to be right. But even if it's wrong, you got to understand, please understand you have a support staff around you. Like the people around you and surrounding yourself with good people. Again, we say it over and over and over. There's nothing more important than surrounding yourself with good people. The people that support you the most hold them the tightest. Yeah. Okay. That's that's that, why the inner circle. The inner circle. Listen that's that. that's why we're here. Like that's why we're here. And we've we've had this story with all of us. We are an inner circle. We the three of us are an inner circle. You know when you have somebody that supports you. Lean on those people to support you. They're not there because they don't you know, they don't want to be there for your support. They're there because they support you. Know that they're going to support you. They're going to support you in a new job. They're going to support you in a new relationship. They're going to support you in a new, you know, career change or education or whatever Business it is that you want to do. Business, a really bad game of golf. A <laughs> <laughs> shitty game. I'm going to be there for you tomorrow, bud. I'm going to be there for you tomorrow on tomorrow, a lot easier golf course. Tomorrow, so, you know what? I feel good tomorrow. Yeah, gonna, weather will be better, better golf course. It'll, it'll, or I'll, not better, easier well, How many course. times did I say this phrase? I'll find it. You'll find it. I'll and find I'll it. be there for you when you do. But like, but just know, if you're listening to this podcast and you're sitting there thinking, I have a, I have a decision to make and I'm worried that it might be a bad decision, make the decision, do something about it, it, and know, have faith in those people around you. Have faith in the people that support you. Have, have faith, faith in the people in that love you. Have, Exa- people, have, like, faith, have in faith in yourself. yourself. Have yes. faith in yourself. Yep. To Here's the thing. If you go running into a wall and it knocks you down, what do you do? You, you look get, for the doorway. You get back up <laughs> and you look around and go, where did that wall come from? And then you figure it out. Have faith in yourself. Here's the man, and I will tell this to anybody. You're smart. Figure it out. Put your head to it and figure it out because you can. Solution. Be the solution. Be yeah. the solution. Put it on your arm. Make it a tattoo. Boy, I, I think sometimes <laughs> you that, already did that. Yeah, he did. I think sometimes though we face challenges to figure out who we actually are. Oh my God, preach! And so when when you come across one of those challenges, you make a decision that is in your gut, and those people that are around you may not support that, but you know that it's right. So I'll, I'll give you the flip side of that. When I got divorced, it took it was a year of of gut. Everybody, with the exception of a few people, were on the other end of that spectrum where they're like, "You need to blank." Still, follow your gut. You do well, and and what I'm talking about is so. Um, I'll just take it back. At 16, I had a baby. I chose to keep that baby, raise her. And, you know, be a mom. And a lot of people thought that was the, a wrong decision. You're right. never going to go to college. You're never... Well, You're never going to graduate high school. Uh, yeah, that's what it's... Never going to graduate high school. You're never going to go to college. You're never going to get married. You're never... You have ruined your life. So I could have made a decision mm. to allow that person to be right. But instead, I made a decision to prove them wrong. Right. So, and, and sometimes those people that are closest to you are the biggest crabs out there <laughs> that are telling that, you know, they, but they're, I think that for the most part in my situation, they were doing the best that they knew how, right. but it, it's not, that's not always the best decision for that person. So 
you can choose to let them be right. You can choose to go and fight and prove them wrong. And that's the, the challenge makes you who you are. The decision that you make mm-hmm. makes you who you are in the long run. And you cho- like you talk about the spin off of that. And it's, it's such, it's so surreal because you have an amazing daughter that's 26 years old now that you, you know, literally like is, is the, you're talking about this story, but there's an actual human yes, involved that yes. is that story now, which is amazing. And that she's, is. she's phenomenal. But like to have, this goes back to the whole thing, right? Like a quote unquote bad decision. You go back to the decision of the, the, we don't need to get into the details of how it happened. I think everyone knows, but, but the decision made the night of that uh, conception, if we will, that was a decision. It was like, Oh my God, I made this, this, uh, this as a teenager, you like, you feel like I just made a bad decision, right? Mm -hmm. That bad decision is a beautiful, amazing fucking human right now. That's 26 years old and is amazing. So like, you you talk about somebody taking a decision yeah. that we all look at and go, oh my god, I made a bad decision. I did this, right? We, you think your decision is that? Look at your decision that we're thinking about right now. Like so, whoever's listening to this podcast, and you're thinking of that decision. Your decision that you just discussed. Mm-hmm. Is now an amazing twenty six year old woman who exactly. is it's who the, is who is a great human being. It's the difference in the snapshot perspective. What you did, and she became the girl yes. boss, right? She right. became. You went from a bad decision to I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna graduate. I'm gonna go to college. I'm not gonna be a statistic. I'm gonna get a master's degree. I'm gonna be a successful businesswoman. I'm gonna be the president of the BCA. I'm gonna be like all these things that you've done. You look at what you've done. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about people thinking, oh, I made a bad decision. Wah, 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 game yeah. over. Right? All that no, was, all that was easy, right? Over. It was all easy, right? Oh. There was no work involved. <laughs> yeah. The, totally easy. To, to the, the, the point that some of that was in you, it's the DNA that's wired inside you. Mm-hmm. The other part of it is the recognition of no, ain't going to happen like that. Yeah. Right? And you working your ass off to go out and do that's you, you got, you have well, to, where's the you tough to, love? Where's to the tough in the love work. in that? If you're sitting there listening to this and you're thinking you have a bad decision, go fuck yourself. That's fucking wow. hard. That is a hard decision. Like quit, love. quit. I'm just, it just makes me mad when people are like <laughs> literally sitting here thinking about that. They have a, they have a bad decision. You know, they, they, oh, I made a bad decision. I can't really dude, get the fuck out of it. Like you can, you can get out of it. You know, that's why I had to tell Jody today. Jody was crying, peeing his pants. And I'm like, Jody, get your seven iron and punch out into the fairway. I did. I don't think that actually happened. But it was a six iron. (laughs) It was a six iron. But uh, But that's a good story. I literally think like, I mean, that's what I want to get to with this is, is, is life is full of decisions. You can call them bad decisions. You can call them. Wrong decisions. You call them whatever decision it's you want. It's just a decision. Life is full of it's decisions. It's full of decisions. It's all and, that it is. And how pivots. you handle it. Exactly. Uh, how, how are you going to handle that decision? I want to I want to hit on one thing and then we'll wrap this up. You can look at life in terms of a snapshot of, oh, shit. Or you can look at it in the terms of this multifaceted, beautiful symphony of decisions. 
the reality is when you take multiple steps back from things and you gain a little bit of perspective, you may see things that you never knew were there. Be willing to let go of that snapshot of your decision and take a few steps back and gain some perspective of it. And the reality is sometimes it takes a decade. Sometimes it takes 20 minutes. Sometimes it takes a round of golf. Sometimes it takes 26 years. The reality is you don't know. But make the decisions. And the the decisions, again, I go back to the thing. Listen to your gut. Listen to your friends. Listen to your heart. Do your homework. And if it doesn't go the way that you wanted it to go, take responsibility, pivot, and keep going. Bingo. God, that was great. There's, man, I should have cued the same thing. You should have cued that. There God, there. I know. I was... I, well, that's all right. It was a poor decision. <laughs> if I could get to the right page. Just everybody, come on. Just if you've got that decision to make, you've got the support around you, make make that change and you're going to be fine. It's all going to be good. It's just a decision. Haven't you seen that meme? The dog's right. We're fine. We're fine. We're all, everything's fine. No, I'm just telling you. Oh, thanks, everybody. Excited to uh, see what we come up with next week. It'll be really good. We're going to make some good decisions. Maybe make some poor decisions tonight. Maybe, but we'll pivot. Yeah. There's your lesson of the day. Yeah, I need another drink, so we'll see where we go from there. All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Good night.